0: Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable podcast and today we are talking about a problem that most of you have probably experienced if you've traveled and crossed different time zones and that is the issue of jet lag. You know we've done a lot of episodes about travel in the past. I don't know how we let this one slip through our fingers but jet lag is definitely quite a problem when you travel It can really derail your travel plans if you're super excited to go see and do a lot of things, but you're just too tired or you're waking up at 3 a.m. like I was my first week here in China. So we're going to talk about jet lag today, give you some tips and tricks on how to overcome it and what you can do to make your transition into a new time zone a little bit easier and a little bit smoother. So, my man, who is all about being smooth, my buddy Jared. What's going on, Jared?
1: Hello. Jared, smooth man minor here. No one <laughs> is above jet lag. I don't care how tough you think you are. I used to think I was above it, but um, not the case. Definitely not the case. I used to think they're like, eh, it doesn't really affect me. Eh. It definitely <laughs> does. But uh, before we get into that, spread please. a little love. Follow us on Instagram, on Translatable Podcast. Chad, where were you that you just sent me pictures? I mean, in the space continuum, the people have already seen the pictures, but where were you when you sent me those pictures?
0: I was in the beautiful city of Chufu, which is the birthplace of Confucius.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check got pictures of Chad in that city. <laughs> um, on Untranslatable Podcast. Uh, Instagram, or excuse me, Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. Uh, then there's also our email, Podcast at gmail.com. Five star reviews, spread a little love. On iTunes and Stitcher, Untranslatable Podcast is the podcast. Spread the love, spread a little love. Five star reviews, spread the love verbally. You know, I went on a date one time many years ago. And someone asked me what <laughs> podcast I listened to, and um, I casually just threw in. I made it, made sure it was in the middle, untranslatable podcast, as if it was nothing. Uh, didn't mm-hmm. think I'd be dating her uh, years later. Uh, anyway, um, great story. You can much also, better
0: love story than Twilight, that's for sure. <laughs> uh,
1: well, it's not over yet. Um, also, spread a little love. Follow us on WeChat untranslatable friends on wechat thank you spread a little love um, <laughs> you spent the last weekend in beijing if i'm not mistaken
0: uh, well uh, no chufu but i spent the last couple days in beijing yeah
1: okay all right i'm not even gonna ask i don't even okay um <laughs> well <laughs> the reason i'm bringing it up anyways because didn't you weren't weren't you planning to go to a halloween party
0: that will be this coming weekend oh
1: okay Mm -hmm. okay okay yeah what was what was chufu kufu chufu chufu what was chufu about why did you chufu
0: chufu was for work so uh i went to chufu to uh do some workshops i did a workshop in a An English teaching methodology class where I taught them some examples of games, uh, which I also did the following, uh, or the previous weekend in Xi'an. I didn't realize how many mm -hmm.
1: times you'd have to give these presentations. This is like more weekends than not.
0: (coughs) Yes, correct. Interesting. I didn't
1: realize it was that often. Well, it depends
0: how many events you sign up for. So I mm. signed up for quite a few Everything. events in the beginning. I imagine
1: you signing up for every single one available.
0: Right, <laughs> right, right. But uh, thankfully, thankfully in November, um, I won't have. I really won't have as many presentations. So, mm. um, so I'm, I'm planning on um, just enjoying my weekends. Not that I didn't enjoy my weekend, but it was right. definitely a to lot yourself. of work exactly exactly do
1: the doing uh you know repeating presentations was obviously you you have to do uh does that ever Mm -hmm. get old um i think it would
0: but i have like a i'll only present something usually three times after three times i shelve it i could use it again later but i think i think it depends
1: on freshen up in your mind a little bit
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I try to. I would like maybe use it three times, shelve it, and then maybe modify it and use it again later. But I have like a menu of I think five or six different presentations I give, and so I can kind of pick and choose. Mm. So, um, so yeah. So, so for me, you to that's present, what's but important.
1: They don't tell you what you have to, like. They don't ask. A to- right. What's the topic?
0: Right. Well, now they sometimes will say we're hoping to focus this workshop more on reading or right. speaking uh-huh. or whatever. And then you send in a menu that's related to that. You mm. send in like a short So you're short still doing games, blurb.
1: but games focused on reading.
0: Correct. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Right. But But Chufu was really awesome. Uh, got to meet a lot of really, really great people. Um, I was there to visit my coworker, Kelly. Uh, she teaches there. And so uh, on Friday night, I taught, well, not Friday night, but Friday afternoon from two to four, um, I did the games presentation. And these are all English teachers that will be um, very soon actually doing like a teacher's like practicum where they will be in schools teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm hoping that the games I gave them, they'll be able to use in their teaching. Mm -hmm. Uh, I always try to give games that are very flexible and open um, and also games that don't require a ton of materials uh, other than like maybe a PowerPoint slide or even you could just explain it to the students um, orally. So uh we talked about those games on our last episode or two episodes ago
1: yes we did that was a lot of fun there are also clips (laughs) on our instagram untranslatable podcast spread a little love and on our wechat untranslatable friends of um us playing some of those games mad libs categories for example um do you um i forgot what i was gonna say now but um yeah totally forgot so did you explore uh, uh chufu
0: I did. I did. At least on Friday morning. So I actually came into Chufu really early. Uh, I got in at like 7.50 a.m. and uh, But the nice thing was the train ride to, to Chufu was actually faster than my taxi ride from my apartment to the train station. My cab ride okay. from the apartment to the train station was about 40 minutes. My uh, train ride to Chufu was... Uh, 30, I think 32 or 35 minutes.
1: So it was also in the Shandong province.
0: Very good. Yes, it is. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Okay. And so the cool thing about Chufu is it's much smaller than Jinan. I think there's only about 60,000. Uh, it's either 60 or 600,000, but either way, uh, <laughs> Jinan has eight. Jinan has, I believe, like around 8.5 million. So quite a big difference. Um, mm-hmm. and I felt a little bit like I was kind of back in Dexter. There were like some nice little fields that we were driving by from the train station to the, uh, hotel. And, uh, it was really great. I saw the Confucius temple, which was super awesome. And then I also saw the Confucius uh, family mansion, which was pretty sweet. Um, and there were a lot of tourists, a lot of Chinese tourists. And also what I learned is that uh, Chinese students are um, asked, when well, they're not asked, they're required to memorize um, the Confucius Analects, uh, which are like his sayings or proverbs or like his writings. And then what they do is they take the kids to the Confucius Temple, um, and sometimes they even wear traditional Chinese clothing, and the children will have to recite the uh, Confucius Analects for a grade. Now we didn't Confucius, see any st-
1: essentially.
0: Yes. And the other interesting <laughs> thing is a part of the temple, um, you can like you can light candles and you can like pay respects to Confucius. And it's interesting though, because in China, like because of the the Communist Party here, um, like you cannot be a member of the Communist Party and also be religious. But the interesting yeah. thing is they treat Confucianism, in a way, almost kind of like a religion. Like, you see people, like, kind of, looks like they're praying. Like, they have, like, a mat on the ground at the temple. So, you, like, mm-hmm. you get on your knees and you bow down. And I think you, it could be viewed as either praying or giving respects. Um, I'm not really sure which is the correct term. But, he, Confucius but it's interesting. a real person? Yeah. Yeah, Confucius was okay. a Not like Jesus. Was, a man.
1: was like, yeah, he was a guy, but he wasn't really. He was probably just a normal carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Well, the, well. The interesting thing is that when I was talking to my friend Kelly about it, like we kind of came to the conclusion that in a way, Confucius is kind of like a Chinese Jesus, because you know mm-hmm. he went around telling people to like do the right thing and be good. Uh, he was a very wise people man, and you know.
1: To, um no, sorry. I mean, keep <laughs> <going>. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not so sure if I'd go that far.
0: Also, he had like a very long beard and long hair and wore a robe. So there's another mm-hmm. similarity. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. And and the, the thing about this, too, is this has really made me want to um, learn more about Confucianism. Because it is a very interesting... Like there, I think there's a lot of um, philosophies of his that um, are really great and uh, would be, uh, you know, I would be... A little bit wiser as a person to know these things. Mm. So, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, Chufu was great. It was really awesome. Had some delicious Chinese food. Now, the funny thing is, though, Jared, so the second day I gave a workshop at a middle school um, called Chufu Oriental Middle School. And uh, the middle school is top of the art. I think the school was built, like, last year. And this, this campus is huge. They have 900 students. I thought I was almost on, like, a small college campus like you should have seen like the they had like a huge soccer field and like all these really nice basketball courts outside uh, state of the art smart boards in the classroom which i had never mm. used before so that was also kind of confusing presenting with these smart boards uh, and trying and to like get them you to and work
1: technology i could imagine you being like eh, it's broken Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I walked I walked by the smart board and my I think my shirt just like touched the board and then the screen went like white and I was like, Oh, what what do, what do I do? What happened? And so a teacher got up and like hit a couple buttons and then it worked. At my um, job,
1: there's like um technology and like the meeting rooms for like uh, using like the you know, projecting stuff on the TVs. I still mm-hmm. have no idea how any of that stuff works. And I'm just like I hope I'm never the one that has to be relied on to set this up because I don't know how any of these things work. Um, Yeah. That sounds like cool. Yeah, it was was really great.
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: mean, get to. You're forced to explore this much. I
0: I do too, but guess what the next kind of news agenda is for work for me?
1: Oh, no. You have to go off the grid for months.
0: No. Thankfully, no. No. Uh, (laughs) No, (laughs) what I have to do... Is that's right? What I have to do is I have to, or well, I don't have to, but I've been asked to organize a conference here in Jinan for December.
1: Oh my yeah. gosh, this yep. is big news! It is. It is. So, what so goes I, in, what goes into organizing mm-hmm. a conference?
0: So I have to uh, scope out the hotels and make sure. I think I've already found the hotel. So like, then don't, 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 like I have everyone, to.
1: That's going to be the one that like everyone stays at.
0: Yep, everyone stays at, and also where the conference will be held. So, okay. um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to, uh, and I also have reached out to other uh, English language fellows here in China to see who will present. So I have to organize the schedule, and then other than that, then I have to um, also then oh talk with the hotel. And do that yeah so this is like um, a real
1: responsibility chad no kidding no <laughs> kidding My yeah gosh. yeah mm-hmm. and so this is this, you're essentially doing what you've been doing in um ulaanbaatar and chufu and uh xian xian, xi'an. xi'an. Mm-hmm.
0: yes correct correct
1: okay so do you also and, it would mm-hmm. also you don't have to do this uh, sure would it also be good for you to figure out some activities for people to do in the evening
0: Yeah I actually well thankfully the hotel that I'm going to choose is right downtown mm-hmm. so I, I live pretty far away from Are you downtown stay at like, hotel too? so technically I, I, that's the thing so technically I'm not supposed to because it's at my post where I live right. but um, like i if I stay at the hotel I have to pay I have to like pay out of my own pocket, but I may do that on Friday night just because the conference would be on Saturday mm-hmm. and then I don't have to wake up at, you know, the conference will start at nine
1: and worry about I would getting probably there on have, time have to get up all at six
0: 30 just to get mm-hmm. there and make sure I'm there on time. Plus I saw the breakfast buffet there, dude, it looks bomb. <laughs> so I think, I
1: think the hundred dollars like or whatever chicken breakfast too, don't they?
0: Actually, well, this place... I don't know if they served it for breakfast, but they had like a little whiteboard that had a drawing of hamburgers and tacos. So I don't know if that's only for lunch, but I went there at 10.30 in the morning. Intercontinental, Jinan. It looks super swanky. It's really nice. Um, And they have like all sorts of different... They have like Western stuff for breakfast. They have Japanese stuff for breakfast. They have Chinese stuff for breakfast. So... Um I think it would definitely be worth it. Um but yeah, regarding stuff to do in the evening, absolutely. And that was oh, kind of the other reason sorry. why Yeah.
1: Amazing pool.
0: Yep. Yep. Pool, gym, yeah. the whole nine yards.
1: Does, does your is your is your room would have a, a bathroom a bathtub in it like that?
0: Yep. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I may just pay out of pocket and just stay Friday night. Just because I think it'd be easier because I know I won't get reimbursed for it, but it's like, okay, if I, if I didn't pay out of pocket, right. And if, so let's just say, let's just say I go into town Friday night to see the other fellows and like show them around. Right. And then I do Mm -hmm. the same thing on Saturday. The cab rides alone to and from, um, you know, four times instead of, you know, one time there and one time back on Friday and Saturday, the cab fares alone will cost me about 60 bucks for all four of them. Whereas if I just took one on Friday to get there and one on Saturday night to get back, that would only be about $30. Mm-hmm. So that alone, I'm already saving a little bit of money. Plus, I have that amazing breakfast and I have a pool I can go swimming in. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm probably just going to stay on Friday night, to be this honest. This is
1: a cool hotel. And uh, Jinan like city center looks cool it's awesome it really is it's all very lit up i Mm -hmm. love these pictures this is yeah i need to google your city more because that's the only way i'll get to see it um i so are you nervous no no No, thankfully i've been given a lot
0: of really good guidance from my uh On what to do, okay. I've already met with people at the hotel. I'd be so nervous now. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting two more days to get blurbs from the other, uh, to get like the proposals, I guess, for the other fellows to see uh, who wants to present what. So but otherwise, yeah,
1: the attendees are going to be people like your students, essentially. It would
0: probably be university teachers. So university oh, okay. teachers in, in in Jinan and also anywhere nearby. Um, is it open to the public? I will spread the word with my students. It is. The only oh, problem wow. is I think, the, I think the seating fits about 60, maybe mm. 70. Um, so it really maybe depends. you
1: expected to be f- filled? I, th-
0: I think we will probably get within 30 to 50. Maybe we'll oh, get 60. Wow. It really depends. Okay.
1: Because, so, for example. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie.
0: Well, for, <laughs> right. Well, for example, though, uh, in Xi'an, we had about 200 teachers sh- uh, signed up. Mm-hmm. And then we had, I think, about 40 actually show. Right. Yeah. So, so it so it really depends. All right. Um, but, yeah, I think it will be really great. So that will be in December. But November, cool, I'm pretty open, um, which is nice. I Because it's been really great to see these places, but you just don't really get to recharge on the weekends when you're, like, traveling a lot and you're giving presentations um, it's fun, yeah. but it definitely, November, it'll be nice to just kind of relax and chill. Um, yeah, for sure. Catch up on some sleep and all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, now, Jared, I, I had mentioned before we started the show that I don't have any shout outs. I actually take that back. I do want to give a few shout outs. Holy shit. Um,
1: sorry. I just, I was scrolling through pictures uh, of this hotel and I just got to the breakfast uh-huh. buffet picture. Yeah, the <laughs>
0: breakfast buffet is awesome. Whoa. Like it I like said.
1: wraps around. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah it's Uh, huge it's super (laughs) awesome (laughs) sorry you're good you're good give a shout out so so the shout outs that
0: i would like to give is uh i would like to give a shout out to uh my awesome colleague kelly for um being such an amazing host at chufu and also a big shout out to her colleagues her students and the people at chufu normal university Um, for being they were also super great Uh, the students were awesome when i gave the presentation Um, super talkative i'll send you some action shots jared Uh, i I should have a couple on my phone and i also want to give a shout out to all of the teachers at chufu oriental middle school for letting me come and give a workshop also they gave a teaching demonstration Um, And the the teacher that gave the demonstration Did a great job of incorporating the games That I showed into her presentation So that was great And I'd like to give a shout out to the um, The vice principal Of Chufu Oriental Middle School For uh, They actually had a really nice lunch Prepared for all of us We had a great time And I made some new South African friends Who are teachers at Chufu Oriental Middle School as well So shout out to all the great people I met It was really awesome
1: You seem to meet a lot of South Africans.
0: There are a lot here. There's a lot in Jinan, and there's a lot Mm -hmm. in Chufu. Uh, Well, by a lot, I think in Chufu, there's, I think, four or five of them. But uh, still, uh, I've met more. I think I've met more South Africans in my region than I have Americans. That's for sure. Um, So kind of interesting.
1: Oh, okay. Hey, how often have you come across, since you've been there, a... Mm -hmm. um, a toilet that we're not used to a hole-in-the-ground style toilet how often do you all the time those
0: all the time anytime oh, okay. i'm in public mm-hmm.
1: so that's that's sort of the standard
0: yeah mm-hmm. yep the squatty potty mm-hmm.
1: is there a um polite have you ever? have you ever used one for <laughs> something other than number one
0: no not yet okay not okay. yet <laughs> no i feel um, bad
1: bringing that up but i have so many questions <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, right. So the thing is, though, is the train stations will usually have one stall. I it's probably a handicap stall, and that's like a Western style toilet. Oh, um, but no, I have not used the the squatty potty yet. The hole in, in the ground. Um, honestly, man, like I'm worried I'm going to lose oh, my ne- balance.
1: You've never used a period?
0: Oh no, I've 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 definitely oh, yeah. like had to pee yeah. before. Right. Okay. Oh, but okay. I got you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Any, I Anyways,
1: but uh, anyway, <laughs> we can do a whole episode about that. That would be fun. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I can already imagine your head like a hell no. Um, right. hey, let's do some um untranslatables, Chad.
0: Let's do it. <clears throat> Mind if I get us started, Jared?
1: Um hey Chad. Uh-huh. Stop. Yeah. Please. <laughs> well, oh, it's, God, good. it's good it's good you mentioned
0: right. that because my first one is Russian today. Oh. And it is there you go. Spustia rukava, which means uh, with his sleeves down or sleeves down.
1: Uh, is it like uh, putting your head down and, and like you know trying to like complete a task, or the opposite um, of rolling your sleeves up? like not the opposite, but it's like sort of how we say you roll your sleeves up. Where it it's is like, all right, time to like get to work.
0: It is so. What would that mean, Jared? Up they roll their what would that mean
1: (laughs) okay exactly
0: exactly so what does that mean
1: like to put your head down and get get to work right
0: Mm -mm. no i feel like when you roll your sleeves up that's when you're like all right let's get to work
1: right like to motivate yourself or is it like to if you're rolling your
0: sleeves down it wouldn't be motivating yourself not quite no you're so you're so close. close You are so close. Um, so it Clocking is out. to no. Nope. It is it is to work without enthusiasm.
1: Oh, so it's just kind of like a monotonous job, right? You're just kind of like you know. It's it's like I feel like
0: I picture in my head. If you roll your sleeves up, you're like, all right, like let's get to work. You roll hey, your sleeves oh. down, you're like, all right, like.
1: <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes if I'm like. Uh, sometimes I'll, like, unbutton my, uh, my cuffs, you know, and just let them fly mm-hmm. up. I'm just like, oh, geez, I just need to, oh. Anyway. Right. My first one is Japanese, and it's Hana Yorira Ingo, and it means dumplings over roses, or you could say dumplings over flowers.
0: Dumplings over flowers. Hmm. Is this, like, necessities over wants?
1: yeah but it's yes but it's regard Well, i'll just give it to you because you're very close okay it's yes but like we're revol- like involving enjoyment so like substance is uh, better than okay. like just flashy things or trinkets oh um, that makes people sense enjoying more practical things rather than uh than just like shiny things essentially
0: Okay, that's a good Which one. That's a I good one.
1: If anyone was ever trying to flatter me with a gift, I de- much would prefer dumplings to flowers.
0: Me too. You <laughs> and me both, buddy. You and me both. My next one is Chinese. Hint, hint. And <laughs> you want me to send you some Chinese dumplings because they are <laughs> yeah, really good you, here. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, You've been there all for
1: right. how many months, and I haven't gotten any dumplings in the mail. That's true. That's true. <laughs> some tama, Chad.
0: Right? oh, speaking of dry ice, well, I'll, I'll tell you after the show. Um, it's not really relevant <laughs> to the untranslatables Anyways, okay, so my next one is Chinese, and it is "Shui um, Di Shu chuan, which means constant dripping wears away a stone.
1: Hmm. Is this like if you ask enough, you'll get like if you're persistent, you'll get what you want. Very good, mm. very good. Yeah. Or or you need to persevere in yes. order
0: to achieve your goals. But yeah, you basically said that.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. Wow. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like it's been a long time since I've just gotten one like that. I needed that. I needed a W in my book. <laughs> uh my next one is Gaelic. Uh what some Irish people speak. And it's Kelin mór Agus Mor Ag And it means more has a maid, yet more has to beg. Just imagine more is someone's name. Uh, oh, okay. So so Chad has a maid, instances? yet Chad has to beg, for example.
0: Okay. Oh, I hmm. I feel like there could be a couple a couple justifications for this. So so my first guess initially would be like so Chad has a mag, maid, so Chad has to beg.
1: Not means so that Chad has to beg, by the way. And Yet.
0: Yeah, Chad hasn't made, yet Chad has to beg. Yes. I think this this could mean a few things. My first guess is that this means um, you're not good with your money, so you're always spending it and buying mm. flashy things like or, or buying unnecessary things. Not really. But then because you do that, you don't have money. Okay, all right, so not really. All right. Um, hmm.
1: But you're on the right track. I'll give you that. Okay. But it's not, that's not really okay. what it is.
0: Hmm. All right. Let's see. So think
1: about um. Think about for example. Um, you know, we see we. You know, you show. I show up to your house with a new flashy Mm -hmm. um, Ferrari or something, and you're like, wow, and it's like, yeah, you know, um, you know, some of my coworkers showed up with a Porsche, so I don't want them to think that I was uh not as cool, so I showed up with a Ferrari. Oh, okay. And um and I was like um, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's a little pricey. I mean it is a Ferrari. You you're paying for quality. So, you know, um I did have to give up sell my uh my car. And then also the hybrid. I had to sell that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, surprisingly Ferraris are more spacious than one would think. So I just went ahead, got rid of the apartment and um <laughs> And uh, live in the Ferrari. But luckily, with that excess money, I spend that excess money on detailing and getting it clean. So when I show up to work, my coworkers are still like, wow, that, uh, that 488 Pista. It's crispy. Solid, solid purchase. And I was like, oh, thanks, okay. Rick. That Porsche 911's cute. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Uh, Chad so has a maid, like, uh... yet, Chad has to, be- or Jared has a maid, yet, Jared has to beg hmm i feel
0: like well this is just like to spend an exorbitant amount of money to get
1: attention to keep up appearances no? you're close it's to okay. keep up appearances okay okay so it's not specifically i wouldn't really say to get attention but it's like oh but keep you know, like up keeping appearances, up with the joneses right. essentially which is mm-hmm. an uh, american mm-hmm. untranslatable
0: that's true that is that's a good one very good okay well, Jared, those are my untranslatables labels for today. So I think we might need to get into jet lag, unless you got one more.
1: Uh, let's talk about jet lag, Chad.
0: Let's do it. So, Jared, I want to ask. Mm-hmm. So, you started off the show saying you felt like you were you were over jet lag, or you you know didn't affect you. You're too cool for jet lag. <laughs> uh, when did you? When did you? That should be a new T-shirt. Too cool for jet lag. Um, uh. So. I wanna, I wanna ask you though. When did you really start to realize, like, oh, like jet lag is a real thing?
1: Um, when did I start to realize? I think definitely with age, I started to realize. Um, I started to realize more when I would um, do more vacations for a short amount of times. So, like when I lived in Europe when I lived in Germany and say I took a trip to um, South Africa or say I took a trip to Morocco where there's a time change, I think where where it was um, those, like, I start to notice. And then also I think something about age, too. I think just, not that I'm old or anything, but I think it's just um, I have, like, a less, like, the, the older you get, the less sort of, um, like, the, the less uh, easy, like, the harder it is to bounce back from those things, you know? Because I right. definitely think I, I right. noticed a more. I've noticed it more in the past maybe uh, four or five years. Okay. Um, but I will, you tell, know, you, but I'll say I will tell you. Oh, please go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you
0: for me, I also used to think the same thing. Um, when I was 14, I went to Germany for the first time. And that's when I really realized that, holy crap, jet lag is definitely a thing.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll tell you this. I still kind of roll my eyes at people that like say they have like a two-hour time difference, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so mm-hmm. jet lagged." I'm like, "So right. it's ten like go to bed at ten o'clock, and it's like going to bed at midnight. It's not that different." But I, you know, after doing some research, I think I'll take that back and apologize to everyone uh, formally here okay. on the French Label Podcast. My first question go. for you, though, Chad, mm-hmm. do you prepare for jet lag? Um. I hadn't
0: in the past, but I think after this episode, I probably will um, because at least I found some interesting stuff about it. I will say this though, though, before answering, well, I already did answer that question, but going back to what you (laughs) said about those people that have like a two hour time difference and say like they're jet lagged, I think, I think what they are experiencing is maybe a slight amount of jet lag because of the time difference. But Mm -hmm. I think really what people mean when they say things like that. I think they're more tired from the travel ex- itself.
1: Yeah. So maybe I'd it's agree. a long car ride that.
0: or a plane ride. Um, because I do think, although it, it seems counterintuitive, right? When you travel somewhere, like if you take a train or a plane or something, other than actually like, I think airports can sometimes be a little stressful with like, yeah. you know, making sure you get there on time and all the lines and everything else. But once you actually get on the plane or you get on that train – or bus or whatever you're using to, to go somewhere, um, you would think that traveling wouldn't be tiring. But I think it is really tiring when you're just like sitting there for hours on end. Well, that's, um, that's the
1: thing. I can't speak for other people. But one, I'm, I I'm a terrible sleeper on long flights. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if I'm going like cross-country, and especially since, listen, um, I, I, I'm mostly, and by mostly, I mean always traveling coach um so it's not like i have a bed to lie out on um so that really doesn't help i'm not a good plane sleeper and then also even though even if it's like a midday flight in the like domestically um, right. There's still like the, like I'm, I get very, I'm a podcast listener, so I'll like be listening to a podcast on a plane usually, but then I'm kind of just sitting there, you know? And I get very restless on airplanes. And I get very, mm, okay. And, and, and like it's, it's usually what I'll do is I'll re- like s- swipe through Twitter a bunch and reload and preload a whole bunch of Twitter. Um, And then put my phone in airplane mode and then just slide through Twitter. But it's just, I get very uh, antsy on on flights. Um, Okay. And so um, I I think that like, even though it is like a, like it's, there's nothing good, like it is almost like a a taxing on my mind in a weird way to sit there and not do anything. Right. And I think it also depends like
0: the type of travel you have. Like for example... When I came to China I was so excited that I think I slept maybe an hour and a half or two hours on my like 13 hour flight because mm-hmm. I just you know my mind just kept going I was super excited I was a little nervous you know first time in China I'd never never been before didn't know what it would be like um, and and so I think it also depends like or I'm also the same way if I'm going to like like every time I fly over to Germany, it's the same thing. Like I'm super excited to get back to Germany, like see my mm-hmm. friends, enjoy like some good currywurst and some schnitzel, and so I'm super excited. So it's hard for me to sleep. Um,
1: I, you got me thinking about something. I have a question I want to ask you. Uh, let's say mm-hmm. a short quiz. Okay. Ooh, um, let's do it. So, in what direction of travel is jet lag the, tr- the toughest traveling? East to west, west mm-hmm. to east, north to south, south to north. So Which I haven't done will have a- the strongest jet lag effect on you. So I
0: haven't really done much north to south or south to north since I was a little kid. Like my grandparents lived in Florida, mm-hmm. um, and that was like a two-hour plane ride. Um, and and I'm pretty sure it was the same same time zone too, isn't it? I think it is. Or maybe it's an so. hour difference or something. It I might think be it's the, the same, same one.
1: Bat- yeah. Louisiana is an hour behind, but Louisiana is also pretty far over. from. Yeah, it's probably the same. Right. So, anyway,
0: so um, north to south and south to north, for me at least, was never. I never really experienced any jet lag that I remember. Um, now, I will tell you, when I go from the U.S. to Europe, so that would be um, west to east... Um, I think that is an easier one for me, or no, 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 no. Sorry, I think I going say, from east—that's east, that's going east, right? East to what? Yeah. So, actually, I think it's easier for me when I go from Europe back to the United States. Um, At least for me, the jet lag is better. Very uh,
1: good, Chad. Pot oh, is that, that actually? Right is that actually, jet jet is lag that actually? Is that actually the correct answer? Okay. When traveling okay. east. Um. So, yeah, you're right. That was the very good intuition, and that is scientifically proven. Um, and do you know guess why can, that is? Yeah, I can get into that a little bit. Jet lag, uh, Let's. Let me, I have to read a little bit, but this is interesting. I'm very curious, too. Mm-hmm. Anyone who has crossed multiple time zones knows the misery of jet lag. You're tired when you need to be alert. You can't sleep when you're supposed to. And your gastrointestinal system feels out of whack. That's. These are very true... Uh, symptoms. Mm-hmm. You can uh, digestive symptoms are a very common symptom, and obviously things like nausea or um, exhaustion. Yeah, um, absolutely. Researchers have found have even found signs of memory impairment in female flight attendants with chronic jet lag. The symptoms. Uh, have you noticed that with uh, Annabelle? You're having I a conversation, not. and uh. no, she's pretty sharp. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty sharp um, so no she actually is very she seems like she's very good at picking up on things people say um mm-hmm. the symptoms of jet lag result from two things the sleep deprivation and the fatigue that come with long stints in a cramped seat and the misalignment of your body clock with the local time zone uh says physician vivek jane medical director at uh, george washington university hospital center for sleep disorders um Jet lag severity depends on several factors. The most obvious being how many time zones you've crossed. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, yep. Chad right That's now is one. in Jinan, China. I'm here in uh, Ferndale, Michigan, and that is a 12-hour time difference. Um, so whenever it's morning for him, it's night for me, and vice versa. Yeah. But which yep. direction you've traveled matters too. Turns out it's not my imagination. Okay. Uh, your body clock has an innate tendency to run slightly longer than 24 hours jane says each morning your body compensates for this slight discrepancy by contracting your internal clock to synchronize with the 12 24 hour sun uh, cycle when you travel west you gain several hours so your days extended and your body gets the extra time it naturally wants. But when you travel east, your day is shortened. Mm. That makes it harder to adjust, Jane says, because your body has to cut its normal cycle even further. Studies suggest that you can push your body clock back about two hours per day, meaning that you can adjust from Washington time to Colorado, or from Michigan, where I live to Colorado, time in Mm -hmm. a single day, but you can move your body clock forward... um, as when you travel from California to Washington, which would be a three-hour difference, only by Mm -hmm. an hour to an hour hour and a half per day, which leaves you that extra sort of time right there, uh, that extra uh, two hours to an hour and a half of jet lag, of, like, sort of uh, exhaustion there. That's too much time for your internal clock to process. Oh, interesting. Okay. uh, Yeah, so it's easier to fly. uh, And so you flying to Germany or even China... Is more mm-hmm. difficult than um, you flying home from China or Germany. Absolutely. And, um, there are obviously. No, we can obviously get into uh, some tips for dealing with jet lag if you would like.
0: Yes, but before we do that, mm-hmm. I w- <clears throat> I just want to share my experience coming to China. Well, and we can oh, also please. talk about Europe. So when I when I went to Europe last year for my uh, Fulbright in the Czech Republic, I was. I would say it took me about four to five days to really get acclimated with like my new sleep cycle mm-hmm. and, you know, not getting up at, you know. Well, actually, I guess in Europe you would sleep Do you sleep in late. I think you would sleep in late. Anyways, so it took me about four to five days in Europe. Here in China, it took me about two weeks. Um, so 14 days, way longer than I thought it would. And I could go to bed. I would try to stay up. Like, I could really only stay up until about 10 p.m. Like, I was like struggling and fighting to stay up until 10 p.m. And I would usually get up at like 3, 4, or 5 a.m. and be completely awake. And I mean, I felt Mm -hmm. rested, but you know, um, it was just a schedule I wasn't used to. Now, in hindsight, I kind of wish I would have kept with that uh, schedule. And <laughs> Jared knows I even told him, like, "Oh yeah, I want to do that." The listeners know nope, too. We've talked happen. about this. That's true. That is true. But um um so yeah.
1: But I under- but I understand that and and um yeah that's that's the jet lag right there, convincing you that like oh no 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 I can do this. I've had a situation right. when I came back from I believe it was Tanzania. This was. Um I got back uh that night. So I got back on a Sunday night or Sunday, excuse me. I got back on a Sunday afternoon. And okay. um I wanted to stay awake uh throughout the d- throughout the day and then go to bed that night and and like go to oh. work the next day. Uh, excuse me. That's I take that back. I got back in the morning. I got back at like noon probably. 11 or noon. And so I wanted to stay up the whole day. By eight o'clock, I literally felt like fully intoxicated, drunk, and like yep. it, like I was like mm-hmm. loopy, and I like couldn't think straight. And I went to bed at like eight o'clock, and the next day I still wasn't really straight. And I was like, I cut that too close Another time, I actually mm-hmm. I was going. F- I, oh, that's interesting. I flew from Col- uh, Colorado or California, one of those two, to Michigan. So I was flying mm-hmm. east, Okay. and I got back uh, not l- late. Um, I got back around 10 o'clock, maybe went to bed by midnight that night. Went to work the next day. The next day, I was so jet lagged that around noon, uh, luckily I have a job where I can, or I had, this was a different job. I had a job where I can do this, but like I had to leave at noon. Like I couldn't even like focus. I was like, I'm just sitting here to endless. Like it kind of was the same feeling as when I got back from Tanzania. Cause you know, I got mm-hmm. back so late, I really had no time to have a full night's sleep. I was going, right. E- I was flying east. And um, like the next day at work, I was like, I can barely even look straight at my computer. Um, Like, there's no point in me even being here and just like staring at a computer screen that's like swirling in front of me. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, It's really uh, important. So, I I want to, as someone that has had many jet lag experiences, both of us actually, I have Mm -hmm. a couple. Well, I have more than a couple. A few to more than a few uh, facts and or myths about uh, jet lag. And I want to ask you okay, whether this is a myth or a fact. Great. I'm excited. Myth and or fact number one. Jet lag is caused by lack of sleep.
0: Well, I I think this one i think that is a factor yes i don't mm-hmm. think that's the only cause but i'm gonna say that is true fact
1: that is a factor but it is a myth because that is not what actually causes jet lag oh uh, really? jet lag occurs okay. when we experience a desynchronization between our internal body clock and the external time
0: uh, okay. clock
1: uh, of our destination okay um Sorry, something popped up on my computer. I, I, I got distracted reading. I want to make sure. We were still here. We're still here. We Said are still Natalie here. D. Dodovich, an uh, environmental scholar at the National Sleep Foundation. Symptoms of the desynchronization include fatigue, difficulty sleeping, difficulty concentrating, concentrating, indigestion, and negative mood. So that's a symptom of jet lag. That's not what causes jet lag. Okay.
0: Okay. That's fair.
1: Um, book a uh, daytime flight to help uh your jet lag to help uh combat jet lag hmm. i said that wrong at first hmm. i i
0: don't know um i'm hmm. i don't really know if that would help that much just because you're still like there's still a time zone change and your body's still not used to it. so i'm gonna go with myth Yeah, my, my, my choice mm. for this one is myth.
1: That is a... You're wrong.
0: Oh, one of the easiest
1: darn. ways to avoid some symptoms of jet lag is to book daytime flights instead of overnight travel. That way, when you land, you can sim- simply eat dinner and head to bed within a few hours of landing instead of forcing yourself to stay oh, up all day with no sleep. Okay. Which is what oh, I tried to do sense. when I got back from Tanzania, and I felt like I ate a bunch of acid and mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm not even really exaggerating. It did feel like I was hallucinating a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Lack sleep of on sleep plane. will do that. Sleep on the plane and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Myth or fact?
0: Oh, that's that's a myth. I've I've slept on planes before. And yeah, it, it's yeah, that's a myth.
1: Uh, we all have that one friend who stays up all night and rolls on to the plane exhausted with the idea that they can sleep their way through mm-hmm. uh, the flight and wake up well rested. There's just one problem. Airplanes are a terrible place to sleep, said Dr. Brazil. Yep. It's better yep. to fly well rested, especially because most flights aren't long enough to get a full night's sleep anyway. Forget about the jet lag for mm-hmm. a minute because you're only. On a five hour flight, and that's your nighttime, it's going to be hard to get enough sleep, Dr. Brazil points out. Unless you're one of those people who can survive on less than four hours of sleep a night, uh, expect to arrive exhausted. And and even if you can't, quote unquote, survive on four hours of sleep, you're not getting a quality four hours of sleep on an airplane. Definitely not. Even if you Mm -mm, claim you can sleep well, it's not the same. Right.
0: Um, Very true.
1: Um,. A glass of wine or beer will help you sleep on a plane.
0: Well, I've been told that you should not uh, drink alcohol if you're trying to combat jet lag. So I'm going to say myth.
1: Yeah, correct. Yeah, this is sort of an obvious one. I mean, it's the same sort of with like, um, like yeah, no. Even if you're not on a flight, they say it's always said that like even though you might one might theoretically be able to quickly fall asleep on um on alcohol it doesn't allow mm. you to properly reach your rem cycle so you're sleeping and right. you're in you and you unconscious conscious but you're it's not good sleep
0: right it's not that deep rem sleep exactly
1: um myth or fact never ever nap
0: i th- mm, to overcome well See, I try to avoid napping the first couple days just so I can try to get my sleep schedule synced up. But like when I came to China, I definitely took a nap the first couple days I was here. Did not um, make it hard I took, to fall asleep? I took an, it didn't. No. Okay. But I was so exhausted that I think I really needed it. Now, I, I took like an hour nap. I've actually heard that it's better to only take like a 20-minute nap, but I also don't know how people do that because, no. at least for me, <laughs> I feel like if I set my alarm for 20 minutes, it's going to take me 20 minutes to fall asleep, same. and then my alarm goes off. You know? I feel like the um,
1: shortest successful nap that I can do is an hour. Same. Ideally, a nap for me is two to three hours, though. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Your body... <clears throat> Maybe desperate for. What did you say? Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, myth or fact? I would say mm-hmm. mm. never ever nap as a way to combat jet lag. Myth or fact?
0: Uh, it's probably probably a fact.
1: That is a myth. Maybe your body oh, may myth. be okay. desperate for a snooze, but common jet lag lore says to never ever nap to avoid it throwing off your schedule. Dow agrees that in general when you're fighting jet lag, it's a good idea to avoid naps, but understands that sometimes sleep is necessary. If you must sleep during right. the day, take a short nap in the early afternoon, but no longer than two hours, she says. That's way okay. more generous than what we that. were thinking too, because I agreed with you. I, I thought right. that the proper nap is like 20 to 30 minutes, and I was like, that's, mm. when I, that's how long it takes me to fall asleep probably, like you. Right. Um, right. Set an alarm to be sure not to oversleep. <clears throat> Definitely. Um, and make sure
0: when you set an alarm, I'll never forget, like my first day in in Vienna, when you and I got to Vienna, um, you know, we had our Austrian phones and I forgot that my phone was in military time. Mm, so I went to set my I alarm for like 5.30 and, uh, and then I woke up at like 7 and I'm like, what the heck? Like, what? <laughs> why didn't my alarm go off?
1: You know, why I'm did I sleep for like before. three hours? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then i, I looked at my phone i do that occasionally because my phone's still on uh, military time
0: right Mine is minus two but now now thankfully i know but yeah so just a little fun tip for all of you people out there that if your phone switches or if your phone's in military time or you get a new phone um keep that in mind but yeah good do you have any other myths or facts for me jared this is fun uh,
1: one more um Dealing with jet lag can start before you arrive in your destination. Probably. I
0: think I think that could definitely be true, especially like if you take like a 13-hour flight or what was that longest flight we talked about 19 hours? Yes. Uh, I think it I think it definitely could happen. So I'm going to go with truth as a fact. That
1: is a great example that you bring that up because I found an article mm-hmm. that on that flight, so on that flight, they had people, they didn't have a full plan. I think they had about 40 people on this flight okay. all in using mm-hmm. the business class seats. One of, and, and so they had, you know, as I mentioned on the episode where I talked about this, they had activities where, you know, they specifically wanted you to go to bed at a, you know, stay awake at a specific time, go to bed at a specific time. Right. They served you specific right. styles of food Um. One of the things they did, and they also had some um, exercises to, you know, keep people in stretches to keep people active on the on the flight. One of them oh, was nice. okay. uh, the Macarena. <laughs> they had people oh, that is hilarious on the flight doing the uh, Macarena to fight jet lag, and it really was like, you know, they, they these flights, uh, you know, th- these companies. I didn't realize how much airlines were investing into. Um, fighting jet lag there's another airline i don't remember which airline it is but an airline invested in a uh an app like a time sort of like a jet lag app to help uh fight jet lag so like i I didn't realize airlines cared yeah interesting uh, yeah so i thought that was interesting very interesting so okay chad we should obviously talk about some tips for dealing with jet lag
0: okay great Great. So Jared, um, just a heads up. So I scheduled, this is typical China for you. I scheduled for my Wi-Fi guy to come at 1130. So we wouldn't be interrupted. I just got a message from my student saying the guy is on his way. Um, So we may, we can keep talking, but I may get a knock on my door and the Wi-Fi guy will be here. So just a heads up. So if this episode is cut a little short, um, just so you know. We can adjust. um, I told them 1130.
1: Maybe we skip some of the end of the pod stuff, but we got the meat of it, and that's what really matters. Um, We do. Some tips for dealing Um, with jet lag.
0: Um, Tips. Oh, and I just lost my power. Gotta love China. Just lost
1: my power. Great. Continue, though, Jared. But we're still good for now. Yep. Yep. Uh, Yes, we are. Simulate your new schedule before you leave. If you're traveling east, start moving your bedtime earlier, says Avelino uh MD, assistant professor at the University of Maryland School of Medicine. Um, shift a, a half hour earlier each night for several nights before you leave. I'm going honest with you, I'm never going to do this. Right. Now, that's an yeah, interesting I, idea, I wouldn't do that either. but I'm never going to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, me either. Me either.
1: Uh, adapt to your new schedule while in flight. This is something that... that uh, airline did change your watch when you get on the plane this is mostly uh psychological says seaburn but it helps you get in the mindset right. of of what you'll be doing in the place when you're uh where you're going i'm honest with you i never change my watch I, like i usually wear a watch on my wrist i never change the time i just do the math right. and i think that might be right. uh hurting me um, could be yeah arrive early if this is possible this is another one is it really possible who knows arrive early if you need to be on your game yeah, i don't think that's when you get to the location right. arrive like two days early stay hydrated now this is very that's doable an one. and this is something that i try to do important. when i when i'm at the airport and also mm-hmm. in addition to staying hydrated avoid both alcohol and caffeine which is hard to do at an yeah. airport
0: i would agree with that
1: Um, Do you do this on airplanes? Do you move around? Do you ever get up just to walk around? Or when you pee, do you maybe take a longer lap or something like that? I I did when I was in China. Yes, Okay. I did. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do some static exercises and stretch on the flight. Did you do any static exercises? (laughs) Uh, I did
0: not. No, I did not.
1: Uh, Have you ever used melatonin? Uh,
0: I haven't, but a lot of people do swear by it and say um sorry one second here a lot of people Uh, swear by it and they say it works doctors Doctors say what
1: taking three milligrams of melatonin an hour or two before bedtime at your destination and plan to sleep for 10 hours now maybe i wish we would have had this conversation closer to when you got to china because i would have loved to see how that helped uh i'm not sure if it would have
0: because i still would have been you know I
1: don't know. You're so negative, Chad. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> it's always why you can't do things, why it won't work out. Uh, try natural light therapy. I thought this one was interesting. Exposure to yeah. sunlight helps reduce, uh, or excuse me, helps regulate our psych- circadian rhythms. On, western, on westward flights, get bright morning light at your new destination and avoid afternoon and evening light exposure, Vercella suggests. On eastward flights, avoid early light exposure in the morning and get as much light as possible in the afternoon and early evening. I find this very interesting, but I mean... I'm gonna do with my day what I have to do with my day. I can't like base I, what i mean gonna do. Just like sit in a dark room all day if I'm going east. Like, <laughs> but I love right. that. That makes perfect sense to me though. I do get it. Eat sensibly. Right. It's important to maintain a healthy diet. Take Absolutely. a hot bath before bedtime. Have you heard this one before?
0: I have. I haven't actually. No. Well, I've tried it not for jet lag, but I definitely think it works. Yeah.
1: There, I've heard uh, not for jet lag, but I have heard... in ge- Chad is so afraid right now that he can't even concentrate on my... Uh, um, I have heard that for, um, in general, taking a hot bath or even a hot shower before you go to bed helps uh, you go to bed. Uh, minimize sleep distractions, meaning wear an eye mask or earplugs. Uh, it may help you sleep on the plane or at your destination. And I get that, but I cannot sleep with earplugs in. Maybe an eye mask I could do. I've never really tried, but I don't want to sleep with okay. earplugs in. I feel like I might have a slight fear uh, that the, I'm going to wake up and the earplugs are going to be so deep in my ear that I can't get them out, you know? Or maybe yeah. I'm going to have a fear yeah, that like, uh, it hit some sort of like serious like drum and or rod or cone in my ear rods cones is that a ear? that's eyes um
0: uh i think it would be uh yeah cones no uh, i am not sure
1: in All another right. one sorry i had to,
0: had to pay my electricity um, another sorry, one sorry. as
1: we um as we talked about earlier is mm-hmm. uh, avoid arriving at night try those daytime flights if you can right yeah oh there we, and power is back people there we go it's crazy how quick that happened, because in the U.S., power doesn't go out like that if you don't pay your bill. Right. Right. And, and yeah,
0: it's, it's really weird. It's really, really weird. Um, uh, but let's yeah.
1: talk about the song of the pod, Chad. I love this song let's of the do pod. It. Let's do it. What's the name of the group?
0: I believe it's Five Nizza, I okay. think. So and it's two Russian guys. I think they're Russian. Ukrainian. They sing in Russian. Ukraine. Oh, okay. So, f- two Ukrainian guys. They're from Kharkiv, uh, Ukraine. Okay. Um, yeah, and they they do like a like acoustic guitar and reggae, like voice, uh, and it's like kind of a reggae style. The song is called Soldat, which is Russian yes. for soldier, also but German if you just for soldier.
1: See it written in the Russian Cyrillic. Mm-hmm. By it looks like it would be. Not that. (laughs) Right. If you're you're not used to the spelling. (laughs) It looks like it's C-O something, you know? It ends with the... Right, But it does end with an A-T. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I love this song. I love the way they say soldat. And every time they said it, it it puts a little smile on my face. Right. Um, and, And so they're saying at least... Ya soldat
0: is I... Like, I'm a soldier. Okay. Ya is I in Russian. I do know that because okay. it's the same in Czech.
1: What do they mean by I'm a soldier?
0: I'm not really sure.
1: Like what's the context I'm not really for sure. that? Hmm. That's
0: a great question. We'd have to ask David. Uh, and He could tell us, Why but I'm really not sure.
1: By the way, speaking of David, I noticed he's back in uh, the Czech Republic.
0: He for, is, uh, yeah.
1: S- semester number two for him. Or not semester. Year number two. Ten month stint number two, yeah.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love this song and uh, I think I, I feel like saying reggae I get why you say that because like the style of it is reggae mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound that reggae like the the, the, the style of it is, is a, sounds like a reggae s- like style in the way that mm-hmm. it's set up um, musically but it doesn't sound reggae. you know what I mean? Right. Well well, it's because it's only acoustic guitar and
0: voice. I think if they had drums and horns and stuff like that and bass. It'd have more mm-hmm. of a reggae vibe to it. But I think for me, at least, when I hear the guitar, the rhythm of the guitar, it's very reggae-esque, for sure.
1: Okay. Um, hey, so just uh, before we keep going, let's, real quick, once mm-hmm. your person does arrive, if it interrupts our podcast, mm-hmm. you are welcome to right. go and I'll finish up the podcast for once. I've never done that before. This Ooh, will be very okay. exciting. All right.
0: Um, Sounds good.
1: Do you have a Chinese word of the pod for us, Chad? I have a Chinese
0: phrase of the pod today. Oh. overachiever here yeah that's right it's uh bujadao and bujadao means uh i don't know (laughs) it's been a useful one
1: uh have you used that a lot
0: well i first say uh tibutong which is i don't understand and then usually they still keep speaking to me in chinese and sometimes talk even louder it's not a volume issue people it's it's my comprehension and then i just say bujadao like i don't know is it necessary
1: for you to say do you speak english uh, Mm -hmm. uh, i haven't
0: i haven't actually asked that um or is it like because most that like that would be what they would go to if they knew it exactly most people will try and if if i know they don't try then it's like all right either you don't speak english or maybe you can read and write a little bit of english but you definitely don't speak it so they're not like that's my chinese like
1: french before they go to like oh do you speak french because i uh, happen to know some french (laughs) <laughs> right um right. my spanish word of the pod is agotamiento or ajotamiento i don't know how, is how that jet that? lag the, no no okay what is it but it, it jet lag it's a symptom of jet lag okay exhaustion
0: symptom, exhaustion okay that mm-hmm. makes sense that mm-hmm. makes sense okay
1: Agotamiento. Nice.
0: Okay, that's good to know. I want, that's very uh, good to know. yeah. Okay, nice. Well, let's recap this episode then, Jared. Uh we definitely talked about some good myths and facts of jet lag. I think the key though to overcoming jet lag is, um, like we said, stay hydrated. It's so easy to get dehydrated, especially on really long flights. Yes. So stay hydrated, friends, that's for sure. Every um, time they also- offer me
1: water on a like international flight, I almost I, I'd say I always take it. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You have to, you definitely have to. Um, so yeah, I would say, uh, that's one of them. Another thing as well for jet lag that I think is really important is trying to, um, get your body back on rhythm. Um, so, so I think that's really important as well, whether that be uh, for me personally, I try to stay awake as long as I can. If not, Mm -hmm. you know, take a short nap, like we said in the early afternoon, Um, not for too long either, but yeah, I think the, the big thing about jet lag too, is for me, I also like to keep myself busy because if I don't do anything, I'll fall asleep or I might even think about the jet lag more. And I think sometimes whenever there's something that's bothering you, whether it's exhaustion or, or whatever, I think if you think about it too much, it gets even worse. Yes.
1: Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just, um, when, when you have nothing else to do, you somehow, at least me personally, I somehow always manage to find myself maybe not in bed, but definitely in a uh, horizontal position. And I'm like, how, did right. I, how am I on the sofa right now? I was just sitting at a desk five minutes ago, and somehow I've made exactly. it to the sofa now, lying down. Uh, right. Yeah, stay active, you know? Have something to do. Mm-hmm. And um, get outside, I'd say, is an important one, too. I would agree. I would agree. So I think that's a good recap.
0: Stay active, stay hydrated, and hopefully you can overcome your jet lag.
1: You betcha. Um, And if
0: you have trouble sleeping, melatonin can be useful. Um, So yeah, so try those out. We hope you are able to overcome your jet lag uh, to your next destination, and we hope this helps. I definitely don't think that planning to sleep on the plane is a good strategy. Like planning to sleep on the plane and getting somewhere and feeling fresh. At least that's never happened to me no. and all the places I've traveled to. Um, I've never really slept well on a
1: plane, though. So I'm the wrong person to Until talk to. Until we get to that first-class status, then maybe <laughs> it'll true. be a different story. Have our own room with a bed. Right, exactly. And a shower and two and a, TV like screens. Michelin-rated dinner.
0: <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so we hope this episode provided you with some tips and tricks to overcome jet lag. And some you myths betcha. and facts as well, uh, which was definitely a good learning experience for me. So thank you, Jared, for that. And uh, let us know what you do to overcome jet lag at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram, Podcast, for clips and pics. Uh, check out some pics of Chufu. Um, and uh, I, think, I think you'll like them. It's a super cool place. The Confucius Temple is worth a visit. If you are in Chufu for some reason... Check that out. And also, if you wanna see our beautiful faces or check out our song of the pod, Soldat by Five Nizza, check that out on uh, YouTube, Untranslatable Podcasts. Yes. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. We would love to hear your feedback. You're also welcome uh, in the either in the review or also uh, through our social media platforms. Let us know if there's any topics you'd like us to cover or if you have some untranslatables, we'd love to give you a shout out and feature your untranslatable um, or your topic idea on our podcast. Bajolsta. So let us know. So without further ado, we thank you all so much for your support. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, "Yakuyame," which is "Gracias" and "Shisha."